It's time for JT the Brick. What's up, JT? Gotta get this win. Get this win. Get one win. If anybody in this organization ever talks about losing in that building, they're gone. If I ever go to a game and my team doesn't care and they mail it in, I'm returning my season tickets. I don't care if you lose the game. You're going to lose, but act like you care. JT the Brick. We're trying to help the Raider fans get through these issues that they can't get through. And they just blame me, some of them, because they think, like, I hired the guys. JT's the guy who moved us from Oakland. JT's the guy who brought in Jimmy G. No, I'm not. I'm just a guy on the microphone from noon to two every day. And now, be ready. Here's JT the Brick. Hour number two as we are live from the William Hill Sportsbook inside the Palms Resort and Casino brought to you by Remy Martin. Team up for excellence. It's all about Remy Cointreau on Cinco de Mayo. What a pleasure to be associated with our proud partner, Remy Martin. I really care a lot about these people. They're our proud partner year after year after year in a business of radio where our partners are everything. Reason we have a radio show, we travel, we do remotes, we're able to interact with you is because of our business partners. And Remy Quantro, our good friends at Remy Martin, they're fantastic. And they've been with me for years, and I really consider them family. So thanks a lot for this. Please come out if you'd like to see what we got today. They're pouring margaritas. You know, we'd like a crowd to show up a little bit bigger. We got a nice crowd here. There's couches. There's room for more here. If you're getting this now, we'll be here. I'll be here for an hour afterwards. We're going to hang out. We're going to have a good time today. We're going to talk William Hill Sportsbook coming up here in a little bit and some of the moving odds as we continue on. A few things. I opened up the show an hour ago saying that the Raiders' season win total is 7.5. Now, I don't punch walls. I don't want to break my fingers. Why would I do that? I'm not, I don't even bet. I've never placed a bet. People say, how do you talk gambling? Because I'm smart. I put the best gamblers in the world on this show, the best sports book director guys. And if I did bet... I'd be living under a bridge on the 215, and my wife would be bringing me soup every night because I think I'm smarter than everybody, and I would win every bet. And I know gamblers. So my point is, Raiders' season win total, 7.5, infuriates me. But I know why. I know why everyone took the under last year. The Raiders won their last four games, and they won them in a row in unique times. I gave Rich Passaccia all the credit for that every broadcast. I sat down with him on the couch and interviewed him on TV. You couldn't imagine how excited he was to make the playoffs. And a couple of things had to happen. A couple of things had to happen along the way. And they happened. And the Raiders got in. So they set the bar at 10 wins, and everybody thought the next year they were going to win 12? Do you understand that this roster needed to be deconstructed because when Dave Ziegler and Josh McDaniels interviewed with Mark Davis... And Mark Davis vetted them, and they vetted Mark Davis to see if they'd move their families out here, leave their lives with the Patriots, and come here. Everybody had to be on the same page. No one believed that the roster was good enough to win 10 games again. Well, that doesn't mean they didn't win 10. We give all the credit in the world, and we will continue to give the credit to the right people at that point. But my issue is, dip the show in reality. This was not a 10-win team last year. Dave Ziegler looked at the roster and said, look, I'm getting rid of some guys, and I'm getting rid of the quarterback, and I can't afford the quarterback to get hurt in the last two games because i got to put him on the books for $40 million if he gets hurt. So he ended up benching him, and then he ended up bringing in what he thought were some players, let some of the younger guys play. No excuse for the record. The record was unacceptable. 
but the key to the record was they had five games where they had double-digit leads in the second half. Any team can get out to a 14-3 to lead. Any team could be up 21 to 17 with two minutes to go. They had those leads in the second half, and those leads fell apart. That's got to be fixed. Josh McDaniels has to fix that in regards to everything that he's doing going forward. I believe that he can do that. I believe that Josh McDaniels is a hell of a football coach. A lot of used guys, as they say in Goodfellas, don't believe that. I understand you look at the record, okay? But understand what Dave Ziegler said about him and what they're trying to do to fix this. If you don't believe in it, I get it. If you do believe in it, fight for the radio show and the team. Get in here and talk about what this team could do and at least talk about the improvements they've made. I think they've made improvements. Now, there's a bunch of, there's still a couple of holes at linebacker, I think, on the offensive line. A couple of things I'd like to see, you know, happening going forward. And we'll figure it out. They're not done yet. They are not done. Wink, wink. I know they're not done. They'll get another player in here or maybe two. So that's where we stand here. And we're going to get into this coming up here on this season win total coming up here in a little bit. If you have a phone call on why the Raiders are only at seven and a half for the year, why aren't you betting it now? Why aren't you running to the window here to talk about this? So we'll get back to that momentarily, and I want to go big on that this last hour of the show. If you were betting today at William Hill and you were betting on the Raiders over-under 7.5, have the balls on my show to say if you take the over-under. This is a very simple sports radio question. You're either over 7.5, which is 8. got to win 8 games to win money, or you think they're going to be under. And with all the neg- negative people that are out there that are negative, they want you to run to the window and take the under. Mr. Big Shot, everybody on Twitter, well, they're not doing well? Well, go make some money then. Go under. I think this is a punch in the face to the Raiders. I think their value's probably eight and a half. I think they're worthy of a game more than what this price is, but I don't gamble for a living. I'm not a sports book director. We have one coming up here momentarily as we get rolling here. All right, let me get to Raider Man first because Raider Man's got history with me longer than anybody. Your friendly neighborhood Raider uh, Man in the black hole, the Raider Oath. Raider Man, how are you today? I'm doing excellent, JT. How you doing, brother, man? I'm doing really well. Hey, man, I had to touch bases on this. You know, my brother, man, uh, uh, Senor Raider Man might say this, illustrious Cinco de Drinko. You know, we got, I got some brothers gathering, man, for the OG Black Cold crew up here in, in the Richmond area, Bay Area. And uh, we're going to get together tonight, man, to honor my brother, man, Black Hole Rob. Uh, not only just Black Hole Rob, but Black Hole Dave, Monzo, and everything that, you know, everything that was done to put the Black Hole together over the course of these decades of us growing through these things together, man. You know, I heard you at the beginning of your show talking about how, you know, typically on Cinco de Mayo, there's a, you know, a big fight happening. And it's just the irony of this thing. It just it made me realize it's been over 12 years, bro. The last one that I went to, uh, I, I took my my current wife, my, I call her my QB1, took QB1 on our first date. And I took her to go meet the black hole down there at the Long Branch to go see John and, and, and uh, then uh, down there in, in uh, San Leandro. And uh, we hung out there for the uh, the May, uh, Mayweather-Cotto fight. <laughs> Rob was all, all out in his regalia, hair, rag, T-shirt. You know, he was falling all over the bar talking crap. And then we got in there and did our thing. I say we because I was sitting on the other side. And we just had a great time that night. And it just put that nostalgia on my heart, man. I don't want this family to break up. So we're doing some things to get the family back together. We're going to start tonight about 6 o'clock after we get off of work and uh, just go over to a little spot to go have a few pops, have a little reminiscing, and just remember the old times and see about how we can reinfuse this, uh, this black hole spirit into our new Raider culture, man. And it's important. 
You know what I mean? It's like you got to just remember that this all started from somewhere. And, uh, you know, it just shouts out to people like, you know, Black Hole Raider Ray, Black Hole Bobby Rebello. You know, I know these brothers probably won't be able to make it out tonight for health reasons, which is another reason why I got to get this thing together. You know, time don't last forever. We got to take advantage of it right yes. now. Junebug, Maldo, got to always say shout out to Queen Rachel, you know what I mean? Because we're doing our best to hold his memory and hopefully build something forward. So to have a security for my brother man's widow. We got to do these things. We got to take care of the village, and it takes the village to raise these children. So I just wanted to shout some love out on this holiday, man. Tell everybody, don't drink and drive. Hope you have a great weekend. And uh, just remember the loved ones and tell them you love them while they're alive. See what I'm looking at, you, bro. Take care. Raider man checking in. You know, we have a partnership right now with the Black Hole, which is really important to me. And... You know, Black Hole Rob's widow, Rachel, is someone we can help out along the way with this proud partnership. It's something that's really important to me. It gets me kind of emotional there. Rob Rivera brought me into the Black Hole, uh, gave me life in the Black Hole, inducted me as their first member of the Hall of Fame, and now we're in Vegas, and it's our connection to Oakland is the Black Hole. So everybody up in Oakland who's streaming us who wants to come down here to Las Vegas, we have that connection through the black hole, which I think is very important, and we should be talking more and more about that, which we'll be able to do. So uh, I'm excited about opportunity, and I think the uh, black hole opportunity is an opportunity that could jump out right now because a lot of fans that come to Raider games internationally, locally, nationally, don't have a home when they get here. I want you to have a home. I want you to come by the black hole. I want you to get a T-shirt. I want you to have a cerveza, have a Modelo with the black hole. Kick back. And enjoy what that's about, and they'll they'll let you in. Black Hole is very inclusive, and they want to let you in along the way. So that'll be a lot of fun if we can get involved with you there. The schedule release is going to be really important as that's coming up soon. I'm going to be at my son's graduation the end of next week in Oklahoma, and when I come back from that, we're going to hit that pretty hard. We're going to go into the schedule release, which is going to be massive. Raider Dave in Portland. Raider Dave, how are you? What's happening? Hey, buddy. Um, I just want to say, whoever's doing your social media stuff just nails it. I mean, the, the showing the picture earlier this morning of the sports book over there at the Palms just made Thank it etched in my mind that we would have to have must-listening radio later in the day because it just helps paint that picture. The way you treat your partners, it, it's, it's unheard of. I've never heard it anywhere else in all the radio I've done in 30 years, man. It's great, and I just I want to give kudos to those folks because they get it done right. And, you know, as far as this defense goes, we were four defensive stops away from going to the playoffs. Yeah, maybe four offensive, you know, touchdowns or red zones away from the playoffs. You can throw it either way. But the fact is that it's that close every single week in the NFL. And as far as seven and a half, well, they're doing that because they want their money at eight. We all know they could win eight. Look at the schedule that's going to be coming up. Look at the teams that are going to be coming up. Mm-hmm. I think the fact that the AFC has nine home games this year versus last year, the first time they went to 17, they got nine, and they're going to do it again. I think that behoves, you know, behooves the Raiders a lot. And thankfully, this international game with Buffalo is going to be an away game. The defense... I don't know if Merrick is on the hot seat or not, but it's got to get to where they can play a little bit closer to the line of scrimmage and shut people down when it's third and eighth. You know, that's the only way to get those guys off the field and not be winded at the end of the game. Look, JT, they've got more players on offense with the tight end and more slot guys so they could go ahead and run like the wind later. Instead of getting winded, I would put my money on eight wins or more. Yeah, thanks for the call, my friend. Uh, I think you're right on that. Overall, I think the Raiders 
I think the Raiders are a little bit under the radar when it comes to that, but the sportsbook directors, they nailed it last year. They got it right last year, and the Raider fans bid on the number, and it went significantly under that. My friend, Michael Grodsky, VP of Marketing and PR for William Hill, we had him on a couple of weeks ago when we were at the Stratosphere, and now we're at the Palms. Good to see you, my friend. EJT, thank you so much for coming out. Um, Great sports weekend ahead of us, and excited to be here if you today. I am thrilled to see you again, and... Let's talk about what you put into the sports book. Because I'm an original Palms member, got at the condo still here, was here with the Maloofs back in the day. Now there's new ownership. And I was the old sports book never really got my attention well. And now I walk by this. This is gorgeous. What happened here? What you guys do? Oh, we're so excited to work with the Palms when they opened up a year ago to, to have this sports book come to life and work with the team here. And they've been incredible partners, and we got great ticket writers here to start. So from a service standpoint, with Michelle and Emma and the team here, they do a great job taking care of everybody. But the screens here are gorgeous. Yeah. Um, we've added additional screens on the sidewall there. Um, plenty of seating here. And then the great thing about the Palms as well is the games go on throughout the whole casino floor. So it's a great energy no matter where you are throughout the whole resort to check out the games and watch them here. Uh, enjoy all the great food offerings and, and enjoy the games as well. It's just a, a really fun place. And if you haven't seen it yet, what a, what a great weekend to check it out, starting with uh, tonight and tomorrow if all the games yeah, out Yeah, and I want to get to the sports here, but one more thing about the sports book. The way it's opened up now with the couches and the screens, you could be sitting in any chair or any couch and have an unbelievable television experience screen in front of you. And that seems to be William Hill going forward. Again, we talked about the Strat. This is the Palms Day today, but... You really invest in that, and that's important to your customers, right? I, I love it here, and we, we're so lucky with the Palms to have such a great location with the parking being easily accessible. Yes. And then the bar right across from us is open 24 hours a day. So it doesn't matter if you're watching the matinee game with the Cubs right now or you're coming in to watch the West Coast game later tonight. Um, there's a strong energy in here all time um, because we're in such the heart of the casino right here. Michael Grotsky is our guest, VP of Marketing and PR for William Hill. All right, you, I just told you before you sat down with me that the Raiders are at seven and a half, and you're a sports book, and I understand why. You want to get bets on both sides. That's what this business is about. The seven and a half number is interesting here for me on a global perspective because the Raiders have a global brand, and there's a lot of Raider fans that come in and out in the summertime, and they're looking at that number. You think that number stays there? Or are you getting any vibe that Raider fans are going to pound that number and it's going to move to eight? What do you see at seven and a half? You know, I, I leave that really to our traders. As a season ticket holder, I'm hoping we go way above yeah. that seven and a half, and I'm excited to see it. I think what's interesting to me is, so we'll have the schedule release, I believe, coming out next week, yes. right? And then we'll put out lines for all uh, 17 of the Raiders games uh, within 48 hours. And we'll do that as well for all of the NFL games first to first 17 weeks. And I'd like to see where our, our odds makers have those seven wins coming from. Um, you know, I kind of have in my head right now, but how do we get to eight? How do we get to nine um, as we start going through the schedule? And so that's really interesting to me. I think the, the seven and a half, I think you, you nailed it. They were pretty close last year. Um, and they, they've usually been pretty close this year. But, uh, you know, if it's just a, from a, a square guy here sitting with you, I, I'm hoping that number goes over. You know, I learned from a former GM of the Raiders how to dissect the schedule when it comes out. Travel, bye week. I, I care most about the bye week. Obviously, the home opener, the national games are important. But where a team gets a bye week, and if they get a game like they can win before the bye week and really feel like they're going into the bye week with two weeks off instead of pressing and going back home, coming off a loss, and all that, and there's a lot of big teams coming in here. When you put these numbers out, and again, William Hill is a tremendous sports book, 
when it comes to the NFL, what is the handle or the idea of football compared to now college football in the NBA? Because now we're in NBA season, and we got the Lakers and Warriors here, which I'm sure increases the handle. Yeah, no, it just to uh, NFL is king, and it still remains king. So kind of how I always – I get that question a good bit and how I always compare it is. So when, when you look at on a Sunday when you have 12 or 13 games and uh, on the NFL slate, that equals to about what we have – um, over, you know, 55 games on a college football slate, right? And then the other way to look at it, too, is usually what you'll see on just the, the betting on the Super Bowl game itself, the props leading up to it, but just that game that's that one game uh, equals about the first uh, – three days of March Madness. So you have 40 games of basketball, college basketball, during its peak season equals one NFL game, you know, at, when it's in the spotlight. So in, NFL is absolutely king, and, and that's a key piece of our business is, is customers that wager us during the NFL season. VP of Marketing and PR for William Hill. What a job. Michael Grotsky is here with me live as we're brought to you by Remy Quantro. Team up for excellence. We're celebrating Cinco de Mayo and the Remy Martin Quantro Margarita, which is fantastic. We're serving it here today so come on down and join us uh, join us tell me about the derby and what the derby looks like here it's not a strength on my radio show but a lot of listeners want to know about the derby coming down here to any of your sports books especially at the palms and how to get some knowledge on this and take a look at this and handicap the kentucky Derby. Uh, absolutely so one fun thing we do kind of year round or right around breeders cup time in the fall is we'll put out futures on about over you know close to 200 horses to win the derby and as these last few weeks have gotten down, that list gets narrowed down and down. So um, it's fun when you see a horse like Forte that's the favorite right now um, and has been running well all year to see where that price was back in October. Um, and then, you know, to it, here at the pump specifically, obviously the race will be on. It'll be going on the same time as the gold, same time as the Golden Knights game. Uh, the neat promo we have here, though, is if you come to the Palms, you make a $20 bet on the Derby, you'll get a mint julep glass, so you can celebrate nice. a little bit in style here. Um, but really excited about the Derby. Um, and then if you just want to kind of root for something fun um, and you don't maybe have a horse you specifically know about or just want to see maybe a triple crown this year, we got fun props like will there be a triple crown winner this year? You can bet the yes, you can bet the no as well. Um, you know, one horse that's on my radar, just because the, the jockey's been a good friend of ours and a William Hill ambassador um, for a long time is, is Rafael Bejarano's riding on King Russell. Um, unfortunately, King Russell is the long shot right now at yeah. 65 to 1, but um, some of us in the office will be cheering for him uh, to do well come Saturday you just because Raf is such a good guy. The long shot is always fun at the Kentucky Derby, right? You go into a sports book, you go into a William Hill sports book, you got 20, you got 50 bucks, you want some value there. Now all the sharps are going to look at the favorites and try to box them and do all that but it's always nice at the kentucky derby when you're in a sports book and a longer shot hits and the explosion of the crowd and you can actually see who had the guts to make that bet yeah no it's it's real it's real interesting to see right after the race ends who's going back to the window and who isn't um and in that energy when it comes down the stretch is just incredible um and again all, all throughout the locations i'll be here on saturday but uh, we've just had great crowds here. It's just a great experience, and I think it'll be really fun with the Derby, just like we saw it here last year. Michael Grotsky joins us, VP of Marketing and PR for William Hill. Finally, I'm sure all sports books, including William Hill, have liability on the Golden Knights. They're our local team here, but you got a lot of that liability off the books with the Bruins. And to see what happened with the Bruins is fascinating to me. I don't think the Golden Knights could have beat the Bruins anywhere in a back lot in Vegas. I think the Bruins are far superior now that they're out changes everything all these hockey teams that are remaining 
really have a good chance to believe they're going to win the Cup. I don't think a lot of them believed they were going to beat the Bruins, and now it's wide open. Oh, how exciting was it? You know, the game oh. was on ESPN. The Fortress was rocking. You get that huge win, win game win in the game one in the books. You know, they, they played so well against the Jets. I, I mean, I'm a huge Golden Knights fan as well, and excited to see now. They were underdogs going into the series, even in Nevada mm. and the sports That was surprising here. to yeah, me. Yeah, absolutely. And so a lot of folks were, were believers in the Golden Knights, and I think, you know, again, the city, what we saw previously when the Knights win, uh, it's, a, it's fun to back them, uh, both with your heart and your wallet, uh, to collect a little bit as well. Uh, finally, tell us about the partnership not only you have with the Palms, but other the casinos in town here and the app, especially for those who haven't signed up for the William Hill app. How can we do that? Yeah, the William Hill app is great. So again, you are going to love the location at the Palms. All the great lines that you can find on the app, the props, the whole wagering menus available here at the book with our ticket writers. We have, I think, over seven kiosks here as well, which are conveniently located. But the app as well, you can sign up. We have a new sign-up bonus going on at the Palms, which nice. creating a new account. The ticket writers will help you get started. Um, you download the app. We'll get you a bonus going to try it out. Um, you know, you can bet the Derby on the app. You can bet UFC this weekend on the app. You know, I know we talked a little bit about it, that, you know, Formula One racing such a big deal. If sure. you're like me and you don't know much about it, but you're going to pay attention to Miami this week, we got tons of props and wagers. If you even want to put $2 on that this weekend and take a shot on learning a little bit about Formula One. Michael, thank you again. Thank you, uh, JC. You seem to be Thanks following so me, and I'm following you. Let's oh, continue to do more. I really uh, appreciate awesome. you coming thank down you here Thank you so much for having me. I appreciate it. You got it. it. We appreciate it. Uh, Michael's a good guy, a really respected man in town when it comes to marketing and knowing this product. William Hill, proud partner of Remy Quantro as we're here for the margarita. We appreciate him coming by. When we come back, I'm wide open on the phones. I might have one more guest live here, but I think I'm open for the next half hour. The big topic of the day, Raiders seven and a half wins. Over, under. I think we're mostly over so far on the phones, and we'll get your phone calls coming up. Uh, Michael just told me the Golden Knights are playing at 4 o'clock. I did not know that. Always educating you here in the Valley. Definitely were excited that, that he was there, wasn't, you know, going into it. Um, you know, weren't sure whether he was going to be there or not. We had our group of players that we liked in that area. Um, but, you know, I think the magic number for us as we went in were how many quarterbacks were going to be taken and, you know, who that was going to push down the board. And so, yeah, very excited when we saw that he was still there and um, excited to have him. JT, back with you as we continue on. And uh, Dave Ziegler there as he's talking about Tyree Wilson, the first pick for the Silver and Black as he goes number one at seven for the Raiders there. So we'll see what happens with him. We'll talk more about his rotation. How often do you think we'll see him play? I'd like to see him play constantly. They took him at number seven for a reason. Quarterbacks are taken at that time to be franchise developers and faces of the franchise. I think he could do that on defense along with Chandler Jones and Max Crosby. Again, all day long, we thank the Remy girls that were here with the Remy Quantro. They poured a bunch of margaritas. We appreciate that. We thank everybody who's come out so far. We'll still be here for another, you know, 45 minutes to an hour here. So if you come to the Palms, come on into the sports book. Real easy to find. They opened it up. They made it really big. And I haven't been here in a while. 
and I was happy to come down here again on a Friday. Man, I used to run this joint back in the day when it opened up, and good to be back here again, all because of Remy Martin, team up for excellence. We'll get to back to more of Dave Ziegler. Also, I'd like to hear from some Laker fans out there. Laker fans seem to be pretty quiet today after getting boat raced. That was a gutless performance on every level. On every level, that was gutless because they mailed it in. And my job in sports, it doesn't matter if it's the Raiders, doesn't matter if it's a baseball team, a hockey team. Whenever you're gutless and you don't show up, the only way we clean that up is sports radio. The only way we can clean it up, we can't clean it up on TV unless you yell at your TV and scream at your TV. But in radio, we have the opportunity to look and say, hey, I'm going to call in. My team didn't show up. And I think Laker fans should punish the Lakers today for that gutless, pathetic performance that they had up in San Francisco. There were fans there that paid payoff dollars to go see that garbage last night. And right when they knew they couldn't win the game, they shut it down. Really? Shut it down? And then here's what you need to do. You need to put a booth in the concourse where everybody can leave and give them something. Give them a towel. Give them a drink. Give them a 20% off of the next game. What is happening in sports now? especially in the NBA, where teams, when they don't think they can win a game and they think the game is over and there's more time left to play in the game, they mail it in. And, and the best example I can give you that is it doesn't happen that way in hockey. You can have, Mateo, a hockey team that is down 5-1 in the third. Do you think the coach on the losing team goes, hey, everybody get off the ice. I'm going to put subs in. No, he's got a first, second, third, fourth line. You go out there and you play. Not in the NBA. All of a sudden, they tell Anthony Davis, hey, come on, sit down. You're not going to play the fourth quarter. LeBron, you sit down too. And they mail it in. And that's the problem with that sport. Look, I believe you should do it in football. If you're down 31-6 to six in the fourth quarter, get your quarterback off the field. He breaks his ankle, something happens, and the season's over. So I get that. But in the NBA, with all the timeouts and everything that's happening along the way, it really bothered me last night that I wanted to watch that game I wanted to see that game for entertainment. And as I tweeted, third quarter of that game, I was into Netflix. Turned into the White House Plumbers, which was very disappointing. Too quirky and weird. I was looking for something better than that. 702-365-9200. Here's Robert in Portland. Robert, thanks for waiting. Go ahead, please. Yeah, Brick, I think if Jimmy can go home to Chicago and pull that game out on the road, I think that'll give him eight wins. And, uh, but... But, you know, let's face it, the books, they knew. Seven and a half numbers, perfect. Absolutely perfect because they got a good uh, home schedule, a lot of tough games, but mm-hmm. I think they can win six of those. And they, they can beat Indy on the road. But the rest of that road schedule, I don't see any victories other than Chicago. But I love the fact, Jimmy, if he's healthy, goes in there and pulls that one off. One thing I wanted to remind you of, uh, when Crabtree was Carr's target, back in 16, mm-hmm. you went to the, you remember that KC game? Anyway, it, Carr was really special at that time. Mm-hmm. What happened after that? Well, look, I mean, thanks for the call. Well, cars, there's two different Derek Cars. There's the car pre-injury, pre-injury and car post-injury. And I thought Derek was coming through the injury well. Derek did not like to get hit. Most quarterbacks don't like to get hit. Derek wasn't mobile. I think what ended Derek's run with this regime, he wasn't going to – Derek was not going to be here for year 10, 11, 12, 13 without winning a playoff game. So you have, there's a lot of blame to go around. Why didn't he win? Well, he didn't have a great defense. You're right. Well, he didn't have a great offensive line. Okay. 
but there are times when a quarterback has to carry a team on its back and get him more wins. And I think Derek was able to do that at times. And Derek's no longer here, and we wish him well. We totally wish him well and hope he does, you know, unless he's playing the Raiders, I think he's going to do really well in New Orleans. But as we take a look at the Raiders' home opponents, as we're joining us late, we're trying to figure out if that seven-and-a-half win number is fair or not for the Raiders to go over or under. The schedule at home is a big one. It's Denver, Kansas City, and the Chargers, as we know. It's the Jets with Aaron Rodgers. It's Green Bay without Aaron Rodgers. It's New England with Mac Jones. We beat him last year. It's Minnesota, Pittsburgh, and the Giants. The Giants made the playoffs. Pittsburgh beat the Raiders. Minnesota made the playoffs. Green Bay with Aaron Rodgers is a playoff team. I don't think without him, the Jets are a playoff team. The Chargers went to the playoffs. Kansas City went to the playoffs and won the Super Bowl. Denver's the only team on this schedule, and that's a rivalry. Where are the Raider home victories this year? When the schedule comes out, I might be off that day uh, coming back from Oklahoma, but we'll see. I think Harry's in for me, and I'll call in. I think that the Raiders should be able to beat the Steelers and the Giants and the Vikings and the Patriots at home in Green Bay. The Jets, I think Aaron Rodgers comes in and has a big game. It's a different story. The Chargers, it's been a push. Some games they win, some games they don't. Kansas City, I'm not going to sit here and tell you that the Raiders are going to beat Kansas City. And then Denver, automatic win for me. Even with Sean Payton, got to win that game. Then, as we mentioned, on the road, same three teams. Denver, Kansas City, and the Chargers. Chicago, Buffalo, rumors about Buffalo maybe in London. People have been reaching out to me. I have no comment. I know nothing. I have zero idea on that. The Raiders play in Miami. Think they could win that game. Miami's pretty good. They didn't do anything in the draft. They didn't have any draft picks. They play at Detroit. Better win that game. And play the Colts. Better win that game. So if you're trying to count up seven or eight wins, I could do it blindfolded. But I'm looking for the games that most people think the Raiders can't win. And what are going to be those games? The Jet game, to me, and the Giant game are really interested. New Yorkers are going to flood Las Vegas. New Yorkers, schedule's coming out next week. New York Jet and Giant fans are dialing their travel agent or going online, and they're getting a hotel room, and they're trying to buy your tickets. They don't have tickets, remember. They don't have tickets. The only way they can get tickets to those games is if you sell it to them. And there's ticket brokers who listen to this show, but overall, hold on to those tickets for Raider fans, and we'll see how that plays out. But the schedule, do the schedules do us any favors here? Another thing I don't want to sound like I'm whining, but it's going to come across that way, Mateo, who's helping me today. The Raiders never get a break with their schedule. Again, 24 years with the team. I sit down and I look at the schedule and I go, really? we got a bye week here. we got to have we travel here or that. No more excuses. As my old swim coach used to say, excuses die, the record stands. Go play the teams in front of you. Go beat the teams in front of you. Hopefully you get a good bye week. I, I encourage a late bye week. A late bye week is always good, week 8, 9. In there, it's the perfect time. If you catch an early one, you're going to have a long run like last year after the bye week. And if you're able to win going into your bye week, it does a lot. It does a tremendous amount for the, uh, for the team mentally and physically. Because if you get that early bye week, you don't get much else after that, man. It's some serious football right after that. Jump on in, 702-365-9200. And we'll get into the Golden Knights also coming up. A couple of more sound bites from Dave Ziegler as we continue on. This is post-draft coverage. 
as Dave was talking about some of the issues with this team, adding Wilson to the defensive line in some type of rotational piece. Here's what he said. Just his, his ability to disrupt. I think like we've talked about it before, like we want to be able to eventually develop over time here a front that's able to come in waves and you're able to keep guys fresh and you'll be able to, I think, and I think that's important in this day and age too because especially we have quarterbacks that run around. Like Herbert can move around, Russell Wilson moves around, um, Pat is Pat. He can he can move around in his in his own way, and so um, being able to have some guys that can pressure the quarterback, disrupt the pocket, and 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 have more guys that can can do that in a um, in in phases, if you will, I think is valuable. The other thing I would add is we we thought that he was extremely versatile. Yeah. Um, so this is a guy who played all across the front. So you can align up with, with Max and Chan, and this guy can still find a role um, to help us rush the quarterback. Um, you know, he's even seen dropping in some, in some clips, so we were excited about that as well. Yeah, that's a very important soundbite for me at least on how he's going to stay on the field. Uh, Tyree's a beast. He's someone coming off the edge that's going to have to change the game quickly because he's young, he's ferocious, and he gets to the quarterback and he can bat the ball down. He's going to have to stay on the field and stay healthy, which we can't predict that. You know, hoping he plays every game, but he's got to fit into the system. And when he's supposed to come off the field, if he can move inside, that would be a benefit to the team. If he can play, they talk. This is also Champ along with Dave talking about his growth, part two of that conversation. And, and quite frankly, just as we've talked about with our own team, I mean, he's going to have to earn a role here. We're not going to give him any opportunities. And so whatever opportunity he's able to earn is what he'll earn on the field. And if he doesn't, then he doesn't. So he's going to have, you know, he's going to have a lot of transitions coming here, um, going from college and playing at Texas Tech to, to being in the NFL. There's, there's a lot of things that he's going to need to t continue to grow at on the field and off the field. And we believe that he can do that. That's why we took him. But um, he still has a long way to go. And I, and I would I would just add to that, like any of these guys that are drafted in the first round have of development to go before they're productive players in this league. That's just the reality of it. Um, you know, our young players on our roster right now are still developing and still growing. And so, you know, it's do you have the mental capacity, <coughs> the want to, and the mindset to achieve? You know what your what your ability is 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 actually. And so we believe that you know through our interactions with him through the process. Yep. All right. When we come back, we're going to fix that technical issue on the other side. We'll come back on the other side, taking your phone call seven zero two three six five ninety two hundred as we continue on. We'll wrap up the show on the other side. We have more uh, Dave Ziegler sound. Hopefully, some Golden Knights contact coming up back here on the other side, and we'll get into what is a great weekend here. The Golden Knights are playing at four o'clock which is incredible to me. That sounds good. And we have the Kentucky Derby all here at the William Hill Sportsbook inside the Palms Resort. So come on down. We'll see you here. We'll be here for another 20 minutes or so. A couple of my good friends showed up. The Edmonton Oilers have not lost in regulation since March 11th in Toronto. They will lose in regulation today in Vegas. Golden Knights take game one, six, four over the Oilers. Golden Knights on the call. Thanks again to Quantro and Tequila and Lime 
want to thank the Remy Martin gals who are out here today serving margaritas. Really appreciate the opportunity to be out here as we continue on here. As Margarita Sames famously proclaimed, a margarita without Cointreau is not worth its salt. We have a great time. Celebrate the 75th anniversary of the original margarita with Cointreau because a margarita without Cointreau is not worth its salt, and we love it here. Good to be here again. I don't know what the rest of your day looks like. My weekend looks great. I'm going to the Golden Knights tomorrow. Good to know that it was an early start. Excited about that. A couple of my friends just rolled into the sports book who are in town for the weekend. So we're going to get a nice bite to eat and have a good weekend here. And then we're going to get you excited for the Kentucky Derby. As the Kentucky Derby is Saturday. I believe we'll have that on one of our outlets here on Lotus Broadcasting. I know it won't be on the flagship of the Vegas Golden Knights for obvious reasons here, but you'll be able to hear the Kentucky Derby right here on one of our partner stations, one of our sister stations here at Lotus Broadcasting. But I want to wrap up the show by talking about the importance of two things that happened this week. Raiders draft, our conversation with Dave Ziegler. You can find that. It's 30 minutes. It's at Raiders.com. It's also on the Raiders social media. And also the Golden Knights in that first win, which was incredible. The atmosphere, 10 goals, 6-4 the final in that game. So I think they have some good momentum to get a quick W on Saturday. Head up to Edmonton, get one win up there, come back 3-1. to one. It'll look a lot like the Winnipeg series. And we can knock another Canadian team out of the postseason, which would be fine by me. Also, uh, we have a great opportunity going forward here for what's going to be exciting. And I mean a really exciting moment in this town with the Southern Nevada Sports Hall of Fame. Honored that I'm going to emcee that event. Coming up here, the gentlemen and ladies in charge of that event let me know that this week we put it out on social media, and that's something that I'm honored to be a part of because that's going to be a special event in town. That is June 16th at the Dollar Loan Center, and we're going to have several of the Hall of Famers who are getting inducted on this show exclusively. So that's what I got. I am bleeping done. Mateo, great job as always. Happy Cinco de Mayo. I appreciate you. All of our guests that jumped in, and especially our partners at Remy Martin, team up for excellence. It'll be a fun week next week with a lot of good programming. And then one of the biggest weeks of my life, as my wife and I and my mom and dad and my son will fly out to Norman, Oklahoma on Wednesday for my son's college graduation. That'll be over Friday and Saturday at OU, and then he'll come home. And we'll have an opportunity when him he comes home to celebrate that for a couple of days here with my mom and dad. Thanks to all of our proud partners, everyone outside Remy Martin. And there's too many for me to say right now, which is a good thing for our business. Thanks to Bobby Machado for putting the show together. And again, thanks to Dave Ziegler for that big interview on Monday. Gary Lawless today and everybody else who jumped in. Have a great weekend, everybody. Go Knights, go. And we'll have Raiders content all next week.